Hey everyone, just wanted to say a little something before you get into the episode. We used a new program to record this week and it kind of backfired on us. Um, it was supposed to make things easier, but actually what happened was time got compressed and expanded in certain sections of the show for each of us individually. Um, what this means is even though it didn't happen while we were recording due to time compression on some tracks, there's a lot more crosstalk than there usually is, and we were only able to fix so much of that. We tried as best we could, um, and there was actually some debate as to whether we should even put this episode up or not, but having listened to it, I feel like there's enough good in here, there are enough good goofs that I think that, that some people will still enjoy it, so I apologize if you are not one of those who can enjoy a podcast with some, uh, some mix-ups and uh, problems, but... For those of you who do enjoy it, uh, thanks a bunch and enjoy the show. It's episode 92 of The Platformers, a show about nerd culture. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Chris Schreiber. <clears throat> I'm that other guy that keeps showing up. I'm, I'm Josh. Yeah, why are you here? I don't know. Bye. We didn't even invite you. Who? Chris, did you invite him? I did. I actually, I was just talking to Jess earlier today. I was like, I fucking love Josh. Like, I really, oh. I genuinely love Josh. Like, you were like yeah. sending messages on Twitter and I felt bad. We were walking around New York. Like, and I was like, ah, I want to respond, but I don't want to get stuck in a conversation. I, no but lie. I, I literally you. worked on content stuff like all day today. That's amazing. Yeah. I woke up and was like, got to edit long time ago radio because it's late. And then was like, oh, I should write some more of my my uh, script that I'm working on for this thing. And then I was like, oh, I should do some more, you know, things for upcoming projects. And then was like, oh, yeah, I could hammer away at the other big thing that we're working on. And then just got kind of carried away. And that's literally all I've done all day. So oh, those are the best days, though. Also, <laughs> yeah, I got very about- productive today. Let's talk about just for a moment, Chris. Let's you and I have a little sidebar about how Josh looks like he might be a Sith. Like he's very stylish. He's wearing all black. Oh, he looks like, like gray. He, it's just you can't. Yeah, he looks like this is like if Josh disappeared for like a month and, and like we didn't know where he went and came back. And he was just like, hey, well, guys. The, the thing is, you haven't seen me in two years. This is it's true. true. It's just has just been me now for. A while. <laughs> he's a he's he's a uh, he's a he's a Kylo Ren type. I do need to shave yes. though. I have yeah. I have another interview tomorrow, so I have to re-shave this. So Mm-mm. get that going. Need These curls are out of control. I just got a haircut, so I'm I'm good. I can the sides of my head are so short, so I can like really scratch. You know, the skin feels really good. So like, what what number on the buzzer is that's, that? Uh, because that's a two. That's a two. Yeah. Last oh time I went and got my haircut, the girl was like, she tried, and I'm not calling you this, but like, I was like, oh, I want a fade. And she was like, well, do you want like a true fade or do you want like the fill and little from Rugrats? And I was like, well, what the is that? Fill and yes. just, like, <laughs> that's only when it's like shaved down to the scalp like you right. have right now. It's, and then it's, just it's the, there's a hard part on both sides, but I tend to make the hair go over this side. Yeah. I think yeah. that's I might do what you have now because this grows in so thick yeah. and so quickly that it, the the fade's just gone. I just yeah. have the hair is just longer on top of my head. I did it. I did it right above the yes. ears. I did a fade at first, and then they were because they started at a four, and I was like, nah. And then we're going deeper and then deeper, and then at two, I was like, this we is gotta good. go deeper. 
<laughs> you gotta go deeper. I'm glad I'm not the only one that has gone through these struggles. Yeah. Uh, I I have a five on the sides, guys. And then, and then Brian's had the same haircut. Yeah, since I don't know that I've ever seen you with a different. That's not true at all. I've varied it mildly. <laughs> mildly. <laughs> I've changed it every so often. I've changed it just very ever so slightly, just just enough to make me feel better, but not so much That's that you funny. would notice. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. So, what do we want to talk about? I feel like I only want to talk about literally. I probably one should have gone to the bathroom before we started recording, but I'll be okay. <laughs> It's all right. Oh, no. I got to that point where it's like you just realized like a minute ago. You're like, I kind of have to pee, but it's fine. I'll live. I've been told that you that that human beings do their best work when they have to pee just a little bit. That and that and poop. It's like keeping you on the edge of your seat. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't do my best work when I have to poop. I could. I could just want to finish this thing. I don't want to have to go poop. (laughs) You guys ever have that moment when you like sit at work, like around people and you're like, oh, man, I should probably go to the bathroom and you don't because you're wrapped in something. But then you fart like a little bit and it smells like someone died. And then you're like, oh, man, maybe I can blame this on like somebody else. that's We have a rule about not making fish in the microwave, Pam. Someone did that uh, when I was working retail once. That was the worst. We were all like, why? Why would you do this? Because fish is great. Fish is great, but but not in a microwave, like with Here's other the, people around. Let me tell you guys the secret. And Chris already knows the secret because I've told him. But uh, it, like all other things, like all other types of cooking, the secret to making something great in the microwave is low heat over a long period. If you got something really substantial, put it in for freaking three minutes on power level three. If you got something that's a little bit less, you put it in for a minute and a half on power level three. If it's real, real thin, do it a minute and a half on power level two. Everybody's got a you, different. I don't know how you guys are. Everyone's got different. Well, everybody's a different microwave. What's first that? of all, what? What'd you say? What? 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 Oh, everyone what? is a different what? microwave. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they all have the same thing. watt. Like they're all different watts, but like you can still kind of. Ju- I feel like everyone has kind of figured out how their things cook things, and then they. Cause like I have, I have a setting on my toaster. I'm like, this is exactly where I want it to be for toaster strudels. And this is exactly where I want it to be for bagels. And like for four on my toaster four, mine's like just over the edge of three. This is riveting. Riveting. (laughs) Hey everybody. This (laughs) This is is good radio. This is the best video game coverage you can possibly ask for. Yeah. (laughs) There was one week where I straight up was like, I'm going to bring in, the stinkiest food that I could possibly whip up and just cook that in the microwave over and over again. Just to show them who's boss. Yeah. And by day three, my boss finally said something. She was like, just a soupy. He's like, you're a madman. This needs to stop. Just a real soupy turd. It's like just heating it up in the microwave. Chris, I got to talk to you about something. You got to stop this. You got to stop it with the goulash. It's supposed to be cold. You know what? Just stop eating. Nobody microwave. That's a gazpacho. Sorry. Oh my god, I love sauerkraut though. I don't. Sauerkraut is good, so but good. it's not. It's it's not supposed to be hot. It's supposed to just be warm. Yes. Sure. So like you probably shouldn't be able to smell it very much. You know, I don't know. You don't know that you ever go. Oh no, that's some hot sauerkraut. Oh no, the like, sauerkraut's too hot. Ooh, right. 
Oh, I burnt my tongue on the sauerkraut. Real talk, Never. I did burn my tongue earlier today. I burnt on. my tongue for real on freaking... Okay, so as, <laughs> as a confession to when I misjudged the microwave, uh, so Audrey has this thing, because she's the best, where she gets up earlier than I do uh, to go to work because she's got like time limits and stuff like that. And She makes coffee because she's the coffee person in the house, and then she sticks the mug of coffee for me in the fridge. And then I just reheat it and stuff like that. Uh, so I was very excited. Went downstairs, getting ready to... Josh just made a really weird face. Is this strange? Yeah, because it's just like, why wouldn't you just leave the coffee out? Like, why do you have to or put like it in the leave fridge? it in the pot. Yeah. She, mixes, she like, it's fully mixed. It's got just the right amount of sugar and and uh and oh, syrup and stuff so like Josh, that. what you're missing is... Oh, he... Brian, okay. Brian right. likes a little bit of coffee with, like gallons of milk and cream and sugar hey, i'm not like that at all i am i am a black coffee person all the way i don't put anything in it unless yeah. i'm in a particular mood like if i'm out on the town and i'm like man i really need like some sugar or something sweet then i'll go to starbucks i'll get like you know caramel macchiato ice yes. whatever but normally i'm just like i want i i want just black coffee like i want to actually taste it you know see and that's the opposite <laughs> yeah. for me because i don't really like coffee but i only like it when it's like a sugary bit when it's basically like horchata there's an episode <laughs> where that we have where brian was like so i just started drinking coffee and like it's really good i don't know what i've been doing and then he like described what he was putting into it and he was like yeah i put like 4 inches of milk and like five sugar packets in it. And I was like, that's not coffee at that point. You're, you're drinking ice cream. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, whatever exactly. it was, it was disgusting. Drinking ice cream. I, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> you are. I mean, I but, bet it is. But anyway, yeah, I'm sure it's great. So I, I freaking exploded the roof of my mouth because I drank half of the <laughs> cup of coffee and then I stuck it back in the microwave because I'd been distracted by playing God of War. Uh, and then I, so I, I went back and I put it back in for like a minute and a half more and then it, it exploded all over the inside of the microwave. And I was like, uh, I'll let it cool down for a little bit, left it for like a minute or two and then drank it and it still scalded the roof of my mouth. And so I haven't been able to taste anything but ash for the rest of the day. I'm like the, uh, I'm like the dragons from rain of fire. I just eat ash and that's it. I just burn oh whatever God. it is. And then just only eat you the freaking bring cinder. up rain of fire. I was going to say, what a reference. Yeah. Christian Bale's best movie. <laughs> Wait, was that Christian Bale? Was I thought Christian that was Orlando Bale and Bloom Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh hello, yeah. Matthew. When he passes it, also, real talk, Matthew McConaughey's best movie. Um, Is Rain of I Fire? I mean, most people would probably say, like, Mud, but... I, I haven't seen that. Anyway, I mean, I haven't either, he, but I hear it's really good. He fully passes, or, like, Dallas Buyers Club or something like that. Uh, real talk. <laughs> I feel like Brian is seeing like six movies throughout his entire existence. <laughs> you want to know the funny thing? Rain of Fire is really you up there. You want to know the funny thing? I haven't seen Dallas Buyers Club. But real talk, uh, in Rain of Fire, Christian Bale's character convinces a bunch of kids after the apocalypse happens that he wrote Star Wars. Which is, I, it's a pretty good moment. Like, you ever seen Sahara? I was in that well, after I wrote stars. <laughs> you ever see any of my modeling commercials? I cannot believe real talk, guys. I can't believe Sahara got passed over for an Oscar. <laughs> it's one of the three <sighs> movies that I saw this decade. 
So God of War God came of War out. Did come out. <laughs> it came the hell out. Let me tell you, it is. Uh, so, uh, but we we should mention though that um, if you haven't even played it yet, we're not going to spoil like literally anything. No, we're going to have a God of War spoiler cast where we break down the whole game um, as soon as everybody has beaten it. Um, I have beaten we, it. Yeah, I'm getting. I think I'm Josh. Based on what we said earlier, I'm getting fairly close. Um. I think so. Thinking on what you said last night to me, and then based on what you said again later, yes, I'm way, yeah, I'm way further than that now. Okay, but yes, you, also you are getting uh, close. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So in the next, in the next, before the next episode, I will have beaten the game for sure. I am getting nowhere fast in this game. Um, without giving away, I, I mean, I don't know if you know about Norse mythology, like it's not really. Yeah giving anything I, away I, I think if you um, know anything about I, not maybe not anything but if you know and like a lot about norse mythology like i do there are some things in the game that you're just like oh that's gonna be that and then it ends up being that <laughs> yeah and then it, yeah um i'm at the point where the witch no, no, um, no, 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 no. gave me no, no hold on Gave me the ability to go between okay, places. Okay, even then, I feel like that's pretty so spoilery. Very, like, I think you, you think shouldn't so? talk about like anything in this game at all. I mean, maybe I'm just being a weirdo and a curmudgeon, but I mean, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Plot yeah, I don't, wise, I don't is think like that's to give you a gauge. It. All right, whatever. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but that's how I'm assuming that's very early. Um. Yes. In the grand scheme of things. That's not crazy early. It's pretty early. I'm probably like five yeah, hours. The game in. it took me about twenty to beat it. And that was forsaking yeah. most side quests. I think I did like three total. Um I didn't I didn't pay attention to any of the treasures or anything like that either. But um I just got to the place where like I really want to do like everything. Um <clears throat> but uh, let's let's just talk very briefly in kind of generalities. Um, this game is gorgeous. It is. It's this there. This game has more, and and it's it's fitting that it's God of War um, because I feel like the last time I had these feelings towards a game was with God of War. 3. Yeah, that was um, like the best. The scope of for sure. Yeah, but the scope of this game, like there are creatures that inhabit this world that you come in contact with or you know any number of things that like are so massive and so beautifully rendered yeah. um it, it's like it, it's a sight to behold i mean there's the, uh, there's no other the game out particle like effects it. are like just freaking wrecking everything it's so good yeah it's the best i've seen yeah. since uh i would say second sun yes that's a very that's very good because of all the the smoke powers and stuff like that there's a lot of really cool stuff and the neon. Yeah, yeah um I will say I wish I was playing this on a pro because I would love to see I, how much further I actually this didn't go. play on a pro. I'm playing on my normal. PS4 and I don't know if I regret well. that or not, but I didn't play on one. I have one. I just played downstairs on the big TV because <laughs> my pro is uh, up, yeah, upstairs. Definitely play this on the biggest you have. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm playing it on a pro. Um, I haven't really seen anything like that uh well i was playing on uh not performance mode. what's the other one um right like fidelity mode, mode, mode basically um yeah the 4k mode um and the difference isn't that much 
isn't it like that drastic where I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So finally I just said, All right, you know what? I'm going to run on performance Watching mode. Watching like comparison um, videos and like resolution comparing videos, I didn't notice anything different. You've really got to look close and it's really only in like the detail in Kratos' skin. Isn't it only, um, or I would imagine it's only really like noticeable that. if you have like HDR. Maybe. And I think that's my problem because I have Same. a 4K, I have a 4K, TV, 4K monitor, HDR. but no HDR. So it's so I always yeah. play and I always yeah. care about frame rate more. So I usually always play with it. But there were very few times where I felt like the frame rate got affected anyway. But yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. The fact that this game can run looks as good as it does on a standard PS4. Yeah, is yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah, that's great because um, I haven't heard any complaints about you know, performance issues or anything like that. Uh, oh, man, I want to say so many things. Um, I what I, what I will say is that if you watched any preview coverage or any of the official trailers, like, or the gameplay trailers, um, you will have noticed that they've changed the look of the game and what it is. So like previous God of war games have been very linear um and things like that you know in this game you know there's there's more options that you have it's not like it's not like freaking zelda link between worlds where you can like do anything in any order like it's still there's still a story to it and stuff but it, it you have more options and things there's like still that. a plot uh, like if you were to compare it to god of war 3 like god of war 3 i think up to a certain point in any given part of mount olympus you can go back to I certain don't areas. remember actually. Um, I haven't played then, like, that game in so long. Let me tell you, playing this is making me want to go play God of War three. Real really? Because I I don't feel like um, it would be the same. God of War three has is not. It's completely different, and honestly, that game has yeah, not I aged think as well three as you would it, expect like, it to. If you don't count Ascension, I think three is the worst one, which is saying something. But what? Yeah, I I think one is. That's crazy. one is objectively the best one. It has the best. I don't agree at all. Yeah, it has the best writing of all of the classic ones. Well, okay. It has. I'm talking pure game. Like just as a game, as a package, I think it's just better. It's like a. It's just a complete package. It's just better, in my opinion. Yeah. That's not to say the other ones are bad. I'm a massive God of War fan, so like I like all of them pretty much, except Ascension, which I don't know that I dislike. I just tried playing it and was like i don't know i don't know what the, what it is about that game i was like i don't know that i need this and yeah that that game was a if you want more here it is but it was almost like a gigantic right. dlc package that i was kind of like this is fine but i, I didn't just didn't it add anything life. to the lore or anything you were just like yeah, okay right. this is happening. so as yeah. i was saying if you've watched any of the preview co- uh, coverage or the gameplay coverage you'll notice that it's different um, there's a different camera. Um, like it's, it's much more like, you know, kind of RE4 or, uh, or gears of war where it's like a lot tighter on Kratos's back. It's a lot closer. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do the thing that previous God of Wars have done where they go all devil may cry and you're like all jumping around and doing a bunch of crazy air combos and stuff like that's not, there's not really, uh, what this game is going for. So it kind of, sh- you're really you're limited as to how far you can even pull the camera back. Like it, it is it for the most part a very no. Tight. It pulls back. I don't think. I mean, it pulls back a little the of, when you're fighting. When yeah, you're fighting large enemies, but not much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, otherwise, like 
a good third, I don't want to say third, but like a good chunk of the screen like is Kratos' yeah. back, which I mean, it creates a certain tension that, um, I mean, it's different from the other God of War games because before it was like, here's all of the enemies yeah. that you have to face and in you any lose yourself. Time. Um, and yourself. this is more like, yeah, and this is watch your back and who's around you. And, you know, you need to be cognizant and constantly and moving it around. Has a, it has like a full on like Resident Evil 4, like hit down on the D-pad to like immediately reverse directions. The yeah, 180. To do, to do the quick yeah. 180 and stuff like that. Which so I never it, it used. A, a sort of a, I use it all I never the used time it. and it keeps I never used it once. Yeah, I do too. And I got the, the whole game. I used it. There was, there was one. I'm not going to say anything more uh, about it than this. There was one boss fight where I tried to use it and it didn't work. And I was like, oh, dang it. That would have been so helpful. And I, it was really aggravating. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I was most... When I started playing God of War, one of the things that I realized, I realized two things. One, I realized I'm a much bigger God of War fan than I had realized. God of War is basically like the Jimmy Eat World of video games. It's it's a video game franchise that I love, but I never think about it. Um <laughs> Cause like, Should I don't I? have any, I don't have any Jimmy eat world records, but like every time I that hear was them, so was weird. such yes. an odd, such an odd comparison, but I'll, I'll give it to you. Every I time I you. go to Austin to see my friend Stu, he's always playing Jimmy eat world in the car. I'm like, dad gum, dude, I freaking love this band. You know how you can solve that. Stuff. You can just go listen to them. They're always there for you. It's true. It's true. So but, is God yeah. of War and but the entire the franchise. I don't think about them <laughs> because I listen to it. I enjoy it while I'm doing it. And then, it's like out of sight, out of mind for whatever reason. Like you guys have heard me wax poetic about yeah. Super Metroid and Baldur's Gate and Bioshock sure. and like all these games. But like I never talk about God of War, but I, was, I just realized you? there's only one God of War game that I haven't played. Or no, no, there's two. I haven't oh, wow. played. Uh, I haven't played Ghost of Sparta, whichever one's the one that's about his brother. And then Ascension. Uh, the PSP that. ones are but fantastic. I played all the other did you play the other PSP one? I, yeah, I played yeah. Uh, the Chains of Olympus, which was yeah. awesome. I love that one. Um, so I, I'm actually going to go back and I play actually Ascension have platinumed all of them except Ascension. Uh-huh. I have to. Okay, so I have to ask you, God of War one, how was that speed run? Um, not too hard. It gets really crazy near the end because uh, I because you need to beat it in five minutes or not five minutes, uh, five hours. Five um, what I did yeah. was I played it on the easiest difficulty and I basically just was like, I don't care about Gorgonize. I don't care about anything. I just ran like to the end. Yeah. I tried to get there as quick as possible. I ended up beating it in four hours, 45 minutes. Huh. So it was like right under the wire. Wow. Uh, but I did it in one sitting and um, that was actually, a, that was a fun experience. But nice. I think that all of those games are like, I don't know that I I mean, I could probably go back to them at some level, but this new one is so good, like top 25 games of all time levels of good that it's like, I don't know how I go back. That is an interesting thing. And although um, although I wasn't sure, because as I got into it, I was like, man, I just I really want to be juggling some people um, and like doing all those crazy things that I'm so used to. Like I wanted, I was so used to, and I didn't realize this, but like there's basically three franchises that do this really well that I've played. And there's, there's Bayonetta, which is my least favorite. Then there's Devil May Cry, which is awesome. 
which is the one that I've always cited as being like, if I want a stylish action game, I want it to be like Devil May Cry. But I realized that's not actually the case. I want it to be like God of War because God of War is better than Devil May Cry. And it does basically a lot of the same stuff. Um, yeah. Stories are way better. Um, so yes, that's, that's one of the things that I realized is like, wow, I actually like God of War more than Devil May Cry. But thinking about how I missed that combat um, and how I wasn't sure that this game was going to stack up, uh, something really became true to me um, that I heard somebody else say, which is this game starts off really good and it just gets better and better and better and better as you keep and going. Better. And that's absolutely true. As I it started never stops up, getting better. Yeah. As I started to open up um, some of the, um, like, if you've seen any, any of the trailers and stuff, like you'll notice that Kratos, like he's got his big ax and stuff. And I was like, I don't know how much I'm going to like this. But like, as you start unlocking abilities and stuff like that, I was like, this is, this is pretty good. So like, as I went further and further, I was like, dang, this is like a really cool weapon and it feels really good, like in my hands. So I feel like, I feel like Sony Santa Monica has actually created like a good, satisfying, like battle experience that I think is really special. Um, and you, you can unlock like some cool abilities that will let you do things more similar to that sort of a thing. I mean, the progression system alone, like the first two hours of the game, um, it, it's more of you just kind of getting an understanding of yeah. what the world is like um, and a feel yeah. for how that acts, yeah. you know, controls and how it, Kratos moves and everything like that. Like he's um, not he's not super fast. It, oh, it, it's vastly different. I mean, like you can't even other than, you know, plot wise and everything like I wouldn't even put this in the same vein as the rest of the God of War franchise only in the sense of like gameplay because it yeah. is dressed very different. different. It's an um, evolution. Totally, yeah. yeah. Gameplay wise. Yes. But I feel like it's also important for you to have played Um, the other games because there's so much context. I I don't think so. I think to get the richness of like what's going on with Kratos, like you need to know. You could you could watch like a God of War in five minutes. I I don't think I I have I've I've talked to some people that have never played one before. And interestingly enough, they said that they connected a lot more. So as a longtime fan, I felt like I connected a lot more with Kratos just because I know the character and like, yeah. I already know his past. Yes. So like when they bring it up in the game, you know exactly what they're talking about. Yes. But if you'd never played the game before, people that I talked to who had never played a God of War before were saying that they really connected with Atreus because yeah. he doesn't know anything. Yes. And thus he's a great, uh, he's a great surrogate. He's like a great, that. Yeah, he's like a conduit basically yes. for you to learn about him. Which and I thought that, that was really interesting. Yeah, one of the brilliant choices that they made with this game. Yeah. So I would definitely say yes. Although I think like most things that have references to previous things like comic books or movies or whatever, I feel like you will get the most out of it if you've played this. But definitely do not let a an ignorance about the series up to this point stop you from playing this game. Because um, I haven't beaten it yet, and I still have a lot more that I want to do in this game, and I this might be the best PS4 exclusive. Um, it's definitely better than Horizon until Spider Man. Yeah, it, this this <laughs> I don't game, know. I think Spider Man is going to be great, but I think it's going to have a hard time. Yes, trying to stack this. Yeah, I, I, what what I will say yeah. is there are there are comparisons to be made to um, to Zelda. There are comparisons to be made to something like Horizon. Um, there are comparisons to be made to something like The Last of Us. 
Um, it's way better than all those games that you just mentioned. Like, are you are you saying in the sense of like elements that it's drawing yes, from and, and I, how it's like? But I think it's evolved so, as a franchise based off it's of those so games. So impressive or? to go from and and this is like not even the first time we've seen that this generation. Like, Gorilla went from Killzone Three to Horizon, which like. I, I no, they it, did. They did Killzone Four or not? Sorry, well, sorry, sorry, Shadowfall. sorry. Shadowfall. That's what I meant. They went from yeah. they went from the Killzone franchise to making Horizon, but I feel like Sony Santa Monica actually did something more impressive because they stayed in the franchise and did something so different. Yeah, um, and but, yet that felt so right. Yes, well, I mean, oh, it's perfect, and the world it feels is like it actually does justification. Yes, to it. Yes. It's so good. What's exciting is I, I hope and I, I imagine it will happen uh, moving forward. A lot of other developers, like not even just first party, but anybody who has a dormant franchise, like Siphon Filters, the first yeah. one that I think of for whatever reason, where you can get a studio that has an IP yeah. that people really, really care about and say, you know what, just because like it can still exist in this world, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to play by its exact rules. Um, we can make whatever story we want out of it. And make We've it for got a modern a audience. A lot of like, there's nothing crap for like its treatment of women and like a bunch of other things like that. And it's like you can you can separate yourself and just boil it down to just the essence uh, of what this is about. I, I actually have something to say about that. Uh, it it yes, it's true. However, I'm a huge mythology nerd, and I have to sort of defend it. Greek mythology is pretty fucked up. Oh, uh, sure, sure, sure. Yes, definitely. It's filled with yeah. violence and rape and just, and I feel like All they kind of, of capture, they, they sort of capture, not necessarily, they sort of capture, it depends on, it depends on the culture. <laughs> it greatly depends on the culture. Yeah. Uh, it sort of, ca- it captures that, like the bloodshed of Greece and Sparta and like the, the, all of that. It, it's, it, it, that's the point. But what's so great about this new one is the way that it acknowledges that all that stuff was there, but so accurately depicts Norse mythology in the same world somehow. I mean, there's things that it gets, I don't want to say wrong because obviously it's not trying to be. It's not trying to be historically accurate. Not trying to be a, it's not history though. (laughs) It's not trying to be a, a one for one retelling a, of these myths it's, it's like a norse myth uh period piece <laughs> sure uh in the same way that yeah. the original god of war treated greek myths and doing its own thing with them it does its own thing with norse myths but it remains really really faithful to like how stuff works which in a way Again, like Chris said earlier, there's things that ha- if you know anything about Norse myth, if you've read the stories, there's things that happen. And when they happen, you go, oh, I know why they're doing that. It's because this is going to happen. And sure enough, <laughs> like four hours later, they're like, they're like, this thing is that thing. And you're like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but I, I, but even then, it's cute watching even you figure then, this out, as but someone else. who's really uh like keen on those stories, they do some really, really clever things in there that I was like, wow, this is really smart. Um, like 
like again, I can't be understated. This game is top twenty-five games of all time material. It's that good. There's is it better than Josh, is it better than Breath of the Wild? Uh, I would say that I like, enjoyed it more than Breath of the Wild. As, as another like I would say it's in thing. the same wow. caliber, like in the same halls of Valhalla, God of War and. <laughs> God of War and Breath of the Wild <laughs> dying at the same table. Zelda, Link, Atreus, and Kratos are all drinking mead next to each other. The problem the, is they're very different. Their worlds and are structured yeah. different. Uh, sure. And the gameplay is structured very differently. So it's hard for me to say like that one's better than the other. You can't really make a direct comparison between the two. I mean, Christ, sure. one is so narratively driven. That like, whereas the other God of one is War like, has oh, it's exploration. I'm just talking about like overall quality, polish. Yeah. Like, I would say that they're in the same category of greatness. Yeah, uh, which is impressive. Although I would say I would say that um, I connected a a lot more with stuff in God of War, and I think uh, that this game is just a technical masterpiece. There, yes. I there are parts during those boss fights where my mouth was just like wide open, which is some. I, you know, I've been playing games since I was a kid. I've seen it all, and there were things that like I just was like, "How are they doing this? Like, how is this even possible?" Like every time, <laughs> so, like everything's so huge and bombastic. I would just have this like the smile I have now is genuine. Like it was yeah. like the it was. My God, like you think that first boss fight, you're like, wow, this is nuts. There's no way they're going to be able to top this. And every single time they top it and you're like, Jesus Christ, how many people did they like sacrifice in in that studio to make this work? Like there's there's (laughs) some black magic at, at like going on here because it's just like. It's insane, like the, the amount of stuff that's happening on screen. It, I feel like that is kind of par for the course with these guys, because if you look at like the spectacle that is even God of War one on PS2, like the, they their sense of scale just sure. dwarfs anything yeah. I've ever seen. Sure. And it's still there I mean, in this game. Say, it just looks so much better. I will say there are studios that go for scale like I think. Yes, I don't uh, think Santa Monica. Well them. No, that's that's accurate. Uh, but I would say like uh, Bungie does scale really well. Three four three does scale really well. Yeah, Santa Monica definitely does big bombastic scale. Yeah. They do it like no one else though. It is. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I feel like Santa Monica. Every time they have a new game come out, it's everybody else looks at them and says, yeah. "Shit, we have to do that yeah. the next time." We how do we even get to that point? Or games are like anything that they would have released in like the PS3 era. Yeah. Like, I, I will say there are everything. There, you know are what I mean? some, like, uh, there are some tricks that I noticed that they do, and I was like, "That's really smart." Like the way they did that because it makes yeah. it seem like it's more technically crazy than it is, but it's still, yeah. still like every moment feels so fine tuned. It's just like, yeah. man, this game is just. It's yeah. going to be one of those ones that. 10 years from now, we're going to be like, man, God of War is so good. I want more, but like, I don't necessarily want to play the end game, which if that makes, does that make sense? Like, I don't, I don't like, I kind of enjoy, yeah. you don't want to do all the optional stuff. Not really. I mean, 
part of me does because I'm like, oh, the, some of these side quests were really cool and you get to learn more about Norse myths and I love, you know, I'm, I'm a dork for all that stuff. So I was like, oh, I can go like learn more about the world and do the whole Valkyries thing and stuff. But I was like, yeah, I've, I was yeah. just like, you know, I've got the story out of it and that's what I wanted to get out of it. And it was so great. I was like, I kind of feel nice. Just like the journey's over, you know, f- you know, here. So I was like, I don't know that I want to keep doing that, but I will say that I have seen this trend happening lately where like games end, but then they're like, we have a bunch more game afterwards. So they don't like make the game a hundred hours long. Like the Witcher is to where you have to play a hundred hours to finish it. Like Mario Odyssey did this also where it's like, you can beat the game in nine hours, but then if you really want to put a hundred hours in, there's a ton of stuff after you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's the same with this game. You, I beat it in about 20 hours and then they're like, we could keep exploring. And I was like, yeah, I know people are going to have fun doing that. I'm, I feel like I'm okay right now, but that's, I feel like I'm, I'm probably going to hundred percent this game. Like, I will get the platinum. I don't know if it's going to be right away, but it will mm-hmm. just get the it's pace like that I play better games version anymore. Worksiders, um, like where but, like the three D the puzzles are really yeah. good. Well, you know, it's it's like I have it there that I haven't experienced. Every puzzle I've come in contact with, like, has been oh, you it's need that. more like, tools, it, and then they start getting interesting. Yeah, um, later on, there okay. were a couple where I was like. What? I, like, and then and then, I, and then you go, oh, that's cool. I will say the beginning of the game, like the I want to say the first like three hours, they did a very good job um, of any like as far as I could tell any story trailers that they had or really any content that they put out like to promote this game, you know, years in advance or whatever. For the most part, everything took place yeah. within the first yes. like three Which hours of want. this game. And then beyond that, it's been yeah, yes. but I'm not everybody does that very well. Um, so I mean, I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, I haven't seen this yeah. before in some form, which is very yeah. cool because the beginning of the game for a while, I was like, all right, like this isn't a surprise. I expected that this would happen, blah blah blah. Um, and not that it was like tarnished by any means, but um, I was more, and I don't even want to say I was unimpressed, but it was just like, okay, this is exactly what I was expecting. Um, and now I'm finally getting at the bit where I'm like, ooh, it's going to mm-hmm. get juicy. Yeah. And I want to, I want let's, more. Let's move on because I don't want to take too much away yeah, from like what we're going to talk about. I feel like we can talk about it forever. Um, we really could, but we should not because we got to save, we got to save some yeah. of this juice. Some of that juice. Cast. Me. The juice. Yeah. So let's talk about um, some other stuff. Uh, you guys, what do you guys want to hit first in the Marvel universe? You guys want to talk about that trailer? Yeah, what trailer? The Have big old you, trailer? symbiote trailer. Oh, I didn't watch it. I just saw the gif and went, cool. Oh. Oh, oh have oh. you not seen it? No. Chris, did yeah, you see it? Yeah, I mean, so I have this thing. I did. I have this thing. We're referring to the Venom movie, in case you're unaware. Um, Tom Hardy in anything anymore, like pretty much every movie he's ever been in, except maybe Inception. I don't know that I can take his speaking voice uh seriously and i also don't know what his <laughs> real speaking either. voice is at this point because he sounds different he sounds different Star in every Trek movie Nemesis i don't know the last time i've self. seen an interview with him where yeah it's actually just talking 
Star Trek Nemesis? He is. He's the villain. I don't even know who was in that movie. <laughs> you may not notice him because he's extremely oh skinny and small. Look up a picture of Tom of Tom Hardy from oh, Star wow. Trek Nemesis right now. Look it up right now because I'm also what looking it up right from? now. We're just all going to look at this. It's gonna, are you listening? Star Trek not, Nemesis, right? That's what you said? Not, it's like the night. Yes. If you're not um, driving right now, look up a picture of Tom Hardy from Star Trek Nemesis right now. We'll wait. What's funny is Google like knew that I was going to look this up because I typed I typed in Star Trek and then he came he up. Is. Oh my god, he's a baby! <laughs> he looks like a funny. shaved Nick Lachey. Yeah, oh, I'm not man. about this. Oof, that movie came out in what? That feels later than 2002. I wow, I think I, didn't realize, I thought it was. I for some reason thought that that came out yeah, in like much later the 90s. Maybe we're just getting old. Or was that Insurrection? Insurrection did come out before Nemesis. Uh, I did too. Like, Who knows? That was his name or something like that? Oh, I don't know. Nice. 98. So this Venerate trailer. Yeah. I knew there was one. Mm-hmm. There you go. Weird time for a trailer. So this Venom trailer dropped like randomly Monday night oh, at it was like 11 o'clock. And 11 o'clock Eastern at least. I don't know why, but... I really feel like this is going to be one of those movies kind of like uh, and the, the easiest example I can give is Transformers um, Age of Extinction, where all the marketing for that movie had like, hmm. here are all the Dinobots. They're everywhere. Dinobots, Dinobots. And like they are only even in the last big, 10 minutes of that movie. Even as a big Transformers may, fan, they maybe really have like five minutes movies. of screen time. The Dinobots are kind of lame. <laughs> I got to be honest. They like when you. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. And like, I'm I'm not by any means like Transformers. I'm just saying yeah, they were not I, in that I movie. Mean, and like, they literally were like, oh, it's all about it. It depends. I, I, I think Lucasfilm does a really good job of marketing Star Wars movies because they show you things and they edit the trailers in such a way as to make you think that the movie is about one thing when it's about something totally different. Um, and then you go back and watch everyone's theory videos on YouTube and they're all right. 100% well, and wrong. Well, and that aren't even in... Um, so it, everyone does it a little differently. Yeah. Some good, or some bad. Use, yeah. But I'm expecting, I'm expecting this movie where like it, it'll be two hours and 30 minutes and we'll see Venom actually like in his full yeah. form yeah, I, at like 2.15. <laughs> and that'll just be it, like Is it kind of like fight, the Richard and Donner and like, like, Superman? Oh, there's a sequel coming yeah. out. He's only really Superman for like 20 minutes. Of the two hours. I don't know. Of the movie, you know? I feel mixed about it. I'm excited that there's (laughs) going to be a Venom movie. I I need to know what's happening. (laughs) But I've never, I've never cared about that character. I feel like it, it only exists. He's the most edgelord character. The Reaper of the Marvel Universe. (laughs) I've wanted to. Yeah, but he's, he's not though. (laughs) I think Blackwatch is more interesting than the symbiotes. I don't know because there's no they haven't written any freaking lore. So, <laughs> like, I, I, I the the interesting thing is like I I don't think they're gonna have Spider Man in this movie. And for me, Venom <laughs> exists only as like the dark side of the Spider Man coin. Sure. Like the, the reason that he can do all the stuff that he can do is because he possessed Spider Man first. Like that's the whole thing of it. So I I don't know where this is well, gonna land because it's a Sony film. 
but it is in association with Marvel, I think. It so, is. so I don't know if Sony, this is, if, yeah. is Tom Hardy gonna show up in freaking Infinity War two as Venom? Like, I don't know. He might, but I doubt it. I'd lo- I would love that if we're talking real talk. I would also, love that. they're not gonna do an Infinity no. War two. It's just not gonna be a. Thing. I I, the MCU will continue, but I think that they will build up to some other big event ten years from now. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, no lie, I would love for Marvel to now that they're going to have Fox. I want them to take an actual good crack at Fantastic Four. At Fantastic Four, because yeah. Fantastic Four is so cool, and yeah. the movies just don't get it right. They should make a joke. They need to make a joke about. Um, Chris Evans not being Human Torch though. Oh, man, I hope not. They should. Although yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's probably going to die in this. And in, in he's War. definitely dying in Infinity War. Yeah, there is yeah. no contest. He's going to die, and we're all going to be like, "Oh no!" Just like shoveling the popcorn in our mouth, like we all saw it coming. You know. Um, I th- honestly, I thought he was going to die. I thought he was going to die in Civil War, but that's because I know about the comics. <laughs> Because he does. Because freaking in the comics, I think it'll be uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man kills actually... Captain America. That's the freaking whole point of it. Yeah, I but. think a lot of people did. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, if he's like riding off into the sunset, like, like I'm just not gonna interfere anymore. Like, I don't know that that works very well. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I think I'll be more upset if he doesn't die. Honestly, at this point. Yeah. Freaking outside because... of movie spoilers, they should kill. Um, they should kill well, Tony Stark and they should kill uh, yeah. Thor because those are the guys who aren't going to be making any more movies. <laughs> but doesn't didn't he say that he's not that he's not signed on for anymore? No, they won't kill Thor. And this is going to be Tony Stark's last movie and this is going to be They'll like be doing, Captain uh, America's last movie or whatever. Well, and now he's uh well, it will be it will probably I imagine Tony will, will probably die and he might die in the second one. And then uh, Cap will die in this one. And then I think that what's probably going to end up happening is um, the guy who's playing Falcon will probably become Captain America, and th- which happened in the comics. So uh, for a little bit. And then I think. Uh, oh, what about Bucky? Yeah. Who? Bucky became Captain America for a while. Bucky. Oh, maybe he might. Yeah, I, I always forget Bucky exists. To be honest, uh, <laughs> the white. Uh, and then I think um, Shuri from Black Panther will probably be Iron. Oh, oh my God, dude, you have no idea how much I want exactly that. I mean, like right now, the person wearing the Iron Man suit is an African American woman, and I was like, I bet they're setting yeah. that up. You and know they what I mean? Kill, they need to kill Chris Hemsworth and then have freaking Lady Thor. That's what we need. Yeah, because like the way. Th- well, th- the thing is, though, although I think Lady Thor just died Thor, in the comics. Uh, yeah, she did. I, I mean, I, or something. I don't know. But like the weird happened. I don't I don't keep up with Marvel continuity, so I have like no idea. But uh, the way Thor worked in the Marvel comics, at least from the little I read, it was like the spirit of Thor like would take over someone. So was like Captain Marvel or whatever. A little bit, yeah. Because mm. um, in the first movie, there's that name tag or whatever, and and uh, uh, what is her name? Now I'm blanking um, on it. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman says, like, "Oh, that's my ex-boyfriend." That name is the guy from uh, the Marvel comics that like Thor inhabits. 
Oh yeah, because yeah, he, he got because he yeah. had the hammer or whatever. Yeah, because that's the so, whole idea. Is like if you can, although you, they can't do that anymore. Um, because the hammer doesn't. Because exist. like the whole idea is like if you're worthy and you hold the hammer, you become Thor. Um, but like they can't do that because there's no freaking hammer anymore. Right. Mjolnir is right. gone. Yeah. Um, can Which we stinks on the one side, but on the upside, like I like I like him being freaking like Cole McGrath up in this B. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk a bit about um? We, we all agree that Black Widow is a scroll, right? Like we we've all come to terms with the fact that that's probably a thing. That Black Widow a scroll is a scroll. Um, I do I you really not, think they're gonna I, do the I, scroll? I really, no, thing. I think they said this. Didn't they say the scrolls are the villains secret, in uh, Captain Marvel? They're doing they're doing Secret Wars, right? Yeah, but that's like because scrolls are so such a cosmic like villain. And Captain Marvel such a cosmic hero that kind of makes sense. But like, I don't know. Saying, like, would they really do well, that? From what I understand, the idea of the scrolls is that like they they take the shape or form of like, you know, a human being or whatever, whatever, they whatever being they want to be. And, they're like body. Right. Yeah. But when yeah. one of the things about them is like their appearance may be a little bit different every time you see them. And every so single movie like the that Black blind, in, Yeah. She looks different. So does everyone. I like to an I like extent, that. but like she looks yeah. like drastically different than. Here's, I don't know, dude. I, I think guys, here's the reveal I want no. in Avengers Infinity War. The entire cast are scroll, scroll. but nobody <laughs> communicated with each other. And, and they're all just like, the real hero. Time. They're, they all do the reveal. So like Chris Evans has got a beard in this one and long hair. Bucky's hair is as long as it's ever been. Uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson uh, has freaking blonde hair and it's like really short. Everybody looks totally different. So like it's Doctor Strange is like a normal dude. And like, I think Tony Stark is a normal dude and everybody else's scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they did the scroll thing. I think that would be interesting, but they got to do it right. Because that that is like playing with fire. Well, it, you can really you can confuse you, a yeah. general mass audience so quickly. Yeah, and that. you also especially because Thanos you looks also like a invalidate a lot scroll. of people's stuff. Well, that was when we first saw Avengers in theaters, we were like hot on uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. It was all we played in the dorms at Chestnut Hill. And oh, Jess yeah, and I in the know, moment look at that one scroll that has the powers of the Fantastic Four in that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we uh <laughs> we super scroll. And we looked at each other and we were like, Tenderizer! Like we thought it was him. <laughs> and then like when we got a better look at him, I was like, wait, that's Thanos. And like somebody in front of us was like, it's Thanos, you idiot. And we were like, oh, oh, okay then. Jeez, <laughs> to your face. Yeah. He's not green, you noob. Yeah, seriously, that's what You know happened. what's funny is like two people in our theater were like, oh, when they first saw Thanos. Everyone else was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is that? There and then none. I looked it up later and they were like, oh, it's Thanos. And then. I was, I was like, you mean Thanos? Because like, yeah, we were obsessed with Marvel versus Capcom, and I used to use uh, Thanos sometimes, and we would do our metal voice when I was playing, and we'd be all Thanos, <laughs> like as we were like punching. <laughs> That's a really good metal voice. Yeah, we were we had a joke for a while that we were gonna do, make a black metal band about like nerd stuff yeah that's and that good. was one of the songs it was literally just us saying so thanos over and over <laughs> so basically just a normal black metal band yeah pretty yeah. much we'll start out well i'll do i'll I'm do one it. about norse mythology but i'll sneak in a reference to dormammu 
There's so many, but Brian, there's so many Norse bands already. You, you, but it's gonna that's be like fake. opening a, fake, a that's like opening an imported leather store in Arizona. <laughs> Do you get? Them? Yeah, let me open it. Let me open a sequin <laughs> shop. They'll be out of business in a week's time. Oh my god! I'm gonna sell quartz on Route 66. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dream for life. <laughs> Live it. Oh I'm excited. All week. I know we were, we hijacked the whole Venom to talk about to freaking talk Avengers about because that's the thing that we're really excited about. By the way, have you yeah. guys seen, have you guys seen some of the reviews? I only I saw, saw the IGN one. Freaking, I saw that on Rotten Tomato. It's at like 88 or something yeah. or something like that, um, which is for a Marvel movie, I think is fine. I never really check. Review scores. I'm gonna freaking 86. Rotten Tomatoes, Avengers, Infinity War reviews. It's both amazing and exhausting. (laughs) I've heard it's super crammed full of like everything, and it's really it's really busy. And it's considering it was supposed to be two movies originally. Well, and there's no, it is two movies. One of the people said that like it's very clearly the first. This is part one. Yes. Next year, it, or it's either end of this year or next year is the is uh, the part two. I don't remember. Oh well, yeah, but it's not it's not titled Infinity no, War. It's like called, right now, it's, they're just calling it Avengers Four. Yeah, but because they want to say the title else. of it. Yeah, it's called. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be like the death of Tony Stark, but really this time, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> this time, this time for real, guys. It's called maybe they did take the it's called they, they took Infinity okay. War this time for real. For some reason, because I it used to be part one and yeah. part two. Yeah, but I thought that they had changed the name to something. But now when I'm looking it up, it says untitled Avengers film. So, yeah, and they um, Kevin Feige or no, the Russo brothers came out and they're like, we don't want to share the title. We, like, we don't even know when to share the title because they're afraid it's going to spoil whatever happens in Infinity War. Avengers. Um, and then it turned into this whole big thing where everyone was like, oh, my God, we can't handle this title. And Kevin Feige hero. had to make a statement and was like, uh, OK, so this got way blown out of proportion. We're really sorry about On that. The internet? <laughs> no. here's, here's here's the thing. The problem Weird. is. And this is right. some this is some insider information for sure, 100% real, 100% real confirmed scoops here. That's because the title of the next movie is Kind of Avengers because they're half dead. Deadpool kills the rest of the Marvel Universe. Oh my God. I want, <laughs> I want this. I want Infinity War to really end up with Deadpool being the big bad and he just murders everyone. And that's it. Yes, Disney would never allow it. Give it to us. By, by the way, did you see the poster for the the new Deadpool poster? Which one? With the freaking There's unicorn like... on the rainbow. Yes, it's so. good. There's a big. I was in New York City today. There's a big, um, like one of those animated billboards of him just like popping out and like waving at people, and then it just like goes away. <laughs> nice. Very good. You drive by. I love everything they're doing. It's very pandery, but I still am completely in love with everything they're doing with Deadpool. It's Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of um, Rotten Tomatoes, I got kind of reverse stung by Rotten Tomatoes. I watched Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest. Is that the week? one that just came out? Um, yeah. Why? It's the, yeah. It's the latest it's the one, one with the young kids that, and all that sort of stuff. That's not. No, it's not. That is the latest one. Yeah. You're thinking Dead Man's Chest is the second one. No, Dead. Sorry, Dead Men Tell No Tales. 
There you That's go. The That's one. why. So yeah, he put this in the show notes. We're and always doing this. I'm like, why are we Sorry. talking about this? Movie? Sorry. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales. Yeah, Dead Man um, Tell No Tales, which is the one with uh, Javier Bardem as the freaking ghost pirate. like, fight me, Sparrow. Um, <laughs> Captain Salazar, you tell him that death is coming right for him. <laughs> Would you give him this message? Would you tell him, you tell him that, please? <laughs> it's it's very good. It's very good. It's There are scenes in that movie that are uh, very good, and then there are scenes in that movie that are not so very good. I didn't think there was any part um, in the, it that was like outright bad. I, no, but like there's there's plot elements of that movie where I was like, I have an interesting oh, thought about the this? Pirates okay. franchise, and maybe you guys will follow me on this voyage. But do you think I also have an interesting thought yes. on the Pirates franchise? You share yours first, and then uh, I, I was going to say, do you think Lord of the Rings had an effect on how those movies were made? Because probably the first one, I get the sense that they were going to treat it like Indiana Jones, like every single one was just kind of a movie you could watch out of context. You know, because you don't need to watch Indy mm. in any particular order. You could pop Temple of Doom on it Doom first if you want, which in the timeline makes sense. But whatever. Like, I feel like you could kind of do that for after the original trilogy for the first one, for the first one. And then the one about the Fountain of Youth and then this one. You can. But by then, I feel like they yeah. had already dug the hole. Right. Yeah. But why would you like there? There's nothing. There's nothing of good of, of enough substance there. Like Curse of the Black Pearl is one of like the best live action Disney movies to yes, ever. Come it's out. awesome. It, it's still it's uh, legitimately it's great. great. Um, but like Demi, everything that in, as a part of the trilogy, I don't know why this like keeps going on and off on its own. Um, everything that's <laughs> a part of the trilogy um, beyond that, the other two movies, they're. I think you're right, Josh. Like they were trying to make some kind of like grandiose universe um, and have some kind of world building there. Um, And I just don't think it ever really took off. Like Davy Jones as a character is a cool villain. Like I think there's, I could see where they were trying to go with that. Like where he had some depth and to him where, you know, he's in the relationship with Calypso and all that. And that's all great. But then like she turns into a giant, monster on a boat for some reason yeah. and then turns into a bunch of crabs like why that was the breaking so, point yeah once me. that happens like, it's like well, I think that was interesting. Me. yeah like even the pirate lords i was okay with but because yeah. in the first which is, one which is what, there's magic like we all accept that there's magic and curses right right but it's like really yeah, yeah but it's also really just not bombastic it's like, not in your face about it. Yeah, it's like, this is a, a part of this world that exists. Yeah, everything that's bombastic about the movie is grounded. Like, it's just like a ship cracking in half or something, you know? And you're like, that's cool. Right. But, like, the movie's got way too just big. And it's like, no, we liked that it was just pirate level, you know? Oh, it's an Aztec curse, you know? That's all you will yeah. ever see. There's not, like, weird green yeah. fire. If it's more of a legend and less of, oh, here's the reason that this happens. Yeah then it, it leaves more to interpretation. Whereas if it's like, oh, this is exactly why, yeah. then like, so where's the I'm excitement? I'm going to say a couple of things about the Pirates Legacy. So first of all, let's talk about exactly. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, because the first movie, which we all agree is great, um, got a 79 uh, on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics yes. and an 86 from the audience. Okay. Pretty good scores. Decent. Uh, critic score isn't that great. I would have given it like maybe more in line with the audience score and stuff like that. Then the sequel, Dead Man's Chest, 
54%. So that's rotten on the critic side. Uh, 72 from audiences. I think that's more in line with where I'm a fair score Um, at world's end, which is the third one goes down even further. 45% from critics, 72% still uh, from the audience perspective. Next one on stranger tides on stranger tides, 32%. So freaking 12% worse than the third. It is not that good. And this, this one actually did get rotten from the audience. 54%. So before you continue, what I kind of wish they did with this franchise was like once they reached the point where they were out of the trilogy and it became when you got into Stranger Tides, um, if they had called it like Pirates of the Caribbean, the adventures of Jack Sparrow or something like that, or, or don't even call it Pirates of the Caribbean, just say <sighs> Jack Sparrow dumb, presents or something I'll, like that. I'll let it ride. And you make it like a sub. A sub franchise? No, but you know what I mean. But like a sub um franchise underneath like that umbrella then because it it has nothing else to do with anything that happens in those previous movies it's in the name i don't know it is now but like it they're in england they're not in in, on stranger tides i didn't i didn't agree with it because right i mean a lot of that cast isn't even there what's that it starts out in the uh, beginning I mean, in the, the, well, he's with the King of England in the beginning, those, Mr. Yeah, Dursley. Right. Yeah, Britain plays a big part. It doesn't matter. You're, you're, All I'm saying you're is they're arguing about that. It, too much. It was solely at that point. You're solely focused on Jack Sparrow and Barbosa. Like, there's not really and the villain. Like, Boop Will's not there. there. Elizabeth's <laughs> not there. Bootstrap's not there. <laughs> Like that's if they're not there, like and yeah, I, don't I don't have know. all the pirate I mean, lords and all that shit. Then it like, is why, definitely why different because those bother? are side stories. I but I f- I feel like Dead Men Tell No Tales is a little bit different because it does actually kind of close the loop on some early stuff, and yeah, but but it's really it's kind of cameo ish. Like it's it's kind of a yeah, it's kind of like the um, oh, what do they call it? the MacGuffin, like the like um, uh, Will is the MacGuffin of this movie basically, um, which is fine. Um, but there's no real reason for the male lead yeah, yeah. that's not Jack, like the guy who plays um, Will's son, Henry. Um, there's not really a reason other than the fact that there's this MacGuffin at the beginning of the movie. There's not really a reason for him to be in the movie because it's more it's way more about Karina than it is by him, um, which I, and I thought her stuff not was better, was more well done than his stuff. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, the the final one. Um, got audiences have it at 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, but critics have it as 30%. So the trend is um, the first movie started at 79, which is really good. And then it dropped to freaking 50 and then 45 and then 32 and then 30. So, so in the critics minds, as far as Rotten Tomatoes is concerned, pirates movies just keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. I think um, that the pirates of the Caribbean movies are like the Marvel movies where even the worst pirates movie is still a fun time. Like I, and I think the ones that are really good are actually pretty good. Like I would put the, I think the only reason you think that is because there are no other pirate movies that are at that level of like quality. I think if you had anything, you're you're right. Like if you had anything else that was like in any way compelling and you're like, wow, this is a much better pirate movie. Then you could look (laughs) at these other pirates, the Caribbean movies and be like, wow, this is shit. But guess what? That's the same situation that Marvel is in because show me another superhero movie out there that's any good. That's what I'm saying. 
Like people compare DC to Marvel and it's like you can't because they're in a completely different camp. They're yes, they're, they're in a different they're league. Awful. Yeah. Compared to the Marvel like universe as a whole. Other than the, Wonder the Woman. DC, Other than Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is Yeah, Wonder notch. Woman is great. Um and the the old the Nolan Batman movies are great and some that's not, of that's the That's not the current universe though. That's a DC Nolan. movie. It is, but that's not is what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. Um but like here's the thing. There's they're telling me if you look at Rotten Tomatoes Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales got a worse review than freaking Suicide Squad, and that's not okay. Yeah, but it's different people. It's also much different times. Yeah. It's also a much better movie. Also, you shouldn't dwell on things like Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah. true. It's true. That's like, just, it just I just stopped down this caring about hole. stuff like that. It just sent me down this rabbit hole because I never check Rotten Tomatoes, and like when I realized that trend, I was like, wait, I totally disagree with this, which is why I'm probably going to disregard that whole thing but i just thought that was an interesting an interesting thing that like audiences are way easier to please than critics go figure (laughs) they are and then the other reason i don't trust um just audience reviews is because they're so easily manipulated all the time like there's already some group out there of people that are like so passionate about the new dc movies that they're getting ready to like bombard the uh rotten tomatoes user reviews and stuff for a reverse infinity war reverse bomb the thing or, oh like, no they are gonna bomb the film are they bombing it yeah they're going to that's i've if seen things on reddit and, really and uh twitter about so it yeah um just freaking Ooh. upvote the one that you like don't be a freaking dork if you hear a uh what sounds like a pandemic siren my windows are open and that the that's the firehouse i apologize yeah, it sounds like the world's ending I right now. I'm mad at you for doing this. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. So, so I have to I have to go on a musical rant, a musical journey for a little musical bit because journey, um, huh? it's been I, I've been consumed by a few things okay. over the past uh, couple of days. So today, real quick, we went and saw Anastasia on Broadway. Um, if you're familiar with the 1997 animated film, it is much different, but they use elements um, from uh, that movie and like different like tunes and things like that within it. Um, it's very good. If you're not familiar with it, it's the story of the Romanov family from the from Russia um, when they got killed and then their daughter Anastasia Spoilers. disappeared. This is a true story. Um, it's like the first know, it's like the, I'm kidding. The, the thing. It's the thing. But um, yeah, so Anastasia actually disappeared and they never found her. So they like they have made different iterations of this like story and turned into like almost like a Russian fairy tale of like there's this princess out there somewhere. And if she can be returned to her grandmother, who is like the heir to the throne, then that dynasty of like Russian royalty can be restored. But it never happened because they never found her. Okay. Uh, it was like 1927. Was the so she could have. Whenever that was. So she could. Yeah. Ostensibly still yes. be alive, maybe. Or how old would she have been at that time? No, I mean at this point. Well, I mean okay. if she was still alive, she's like 90. Because um, she was like yeah. 10. No, she'd be 100. Because um, she was like 10 when it happened, or something like that. Which is, I mean, which is possible. Sure. Like, there are people who are well over 100, sure. but like, yeah, that's it's a little bit less likely. And there's like Jess was telling me in the car on the way home. There's some documentary where apparently they they took the family to a bunker, like soldiers 
um, that were with the family um, to protect them. And when they brought them in there, they shot them all, like the entire family in the bunker. Um, and oh. a couple miles away so from trap? there. Yeah. And a couple miles. It's a very dark story if you do any research on it. Um, but a couple miles away, they found like a set of bones um, that they assume w- were hers, but they have no way of actually knowing. Um, but that's like as close. Mm-hmm. It's almost like an Amelia Earhart kind of thing, like whatever happened to her. Um, but it, Didn't they just figure something out about that recently about Amelia Earhart? There was something like she actually where, landed on some island like and Japan, left, like fine for a while. Yeah, and she was um the the speculation is that she was held captive um in Japan because there were like it was something about like this dock took the picture that she's in it was like this dock is in some island in Japan and she's like surrounded by all these Japanese people and yeah. there was some gentleman that was with her that she knew um, that was also like some agent of the United States. And they think that they both were held captive there, mm, but yeah. the photos online, dude, that was a, a super interesting like drop that came out, I think like yeah. two years ago. Um, but I must say the, the set in this show had one of the coolest setups that I've ever seen. Like it, it, it was a very small theater. Um, but what they did was there were two like arches that they had off to the sides and behind them were, and they could spin. So on one side, like, while the show was going on, they were able to set up the other half and then they would rotate it. But both sides of that had a screen on it. So if they were in like the town of Russia or like a town in Russia, um, they would just project that on the backdrop and then rotate it. Um, so it was just like, it, it did a much more convincing job of any other sets that I've ever seen where it's just like, here's a backdrop. Um, it was like, it was probably one of the most modern sets I've ever uh, got to experience which was super interesting cool. the other one i want to plug which i really want you to listen to like in its entirety because i just think it's super funny and like relatable to anybody who's just a giant fucking nerd mm-hmm. um it's called be more chill okay but it's about this kid who's now, like can I listen super to this dorky if I have none if, I if have you have none. what if yeah, you have if no have chill none. you will hopefully oh. get some okay that's very nice to know. But the uh, the concept is there's this kid who's like really nerdy and anxious. He's like he goes to high school and he um, his friend tells him about this pill you can take that enters your bloodstream and then goes into your brain. And so the same as every literally like, every pill. <laughs> <laughs> the pill is a supercomputer, Brian. Okay. Jacket. Um. But no, so like he starts hearing this voice in his head and then it goes in your your bloodstream and then it gets into your brain and does stuff. Wild. (laughs) I'm sorry. God, I hate you. (laughs) But yeah, so this this pill is a super chill pill. And then the pill talks to him. It is a chill pill. And he's like, but but he's like kind of a dick to him. Like he's like, I I hate the way you dress. I hate the way you act like you need Hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but like they have a really like funny rapport back and forth with one another. But um, there's a lot of like really funny like video game references in there, and just like nerd culture references in there that like anybody who is like us will appreciate. Um, but I've there's one song in particular that like even if you're not into nerd culture, called Michael in the Bathroom, that is like one of the funniest musical pieces so I've ever is heard. This, so this is so this is a musical. Be more chill. This is a musical that is actually based off of a book. Okay. 
So should, I'm um, guessing you're saying I should listen to the music from this musical. I would. Yes, I, I 100 percent would do that. It's only like an hour long. Um, Is there it, it's on Spotify it somewhere or would it I haven't be... been able to find one. OK, so it would just be something where I would be listening to the whatever. Yeah. And I mean, you can you can listen to the whole thing. And I mean, I got the gist of the entire story just by listening to it. Mm. OK, that's cool. But it's uh, it's very funny. Um, but it's kind of like there there's some rock elements to it and things like oh. that. Um, but yeah, it was very, very good. I highly nice. recommend it. It's one of my uh, my new favorites for cool. sure. Josh has yes, returned. Mm, hmm? Look at him. So pretty. Did you just freeze the what? show? Nothing. I'm not talking to me. No. Fine. Yeah, of course. No. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I wax philosophical about Broadway shows yeah. for a little bit. Um, what was the other thing? So... Are you familiar with Northern no. Lights? I mean, I've heard of them. I've heard of them. <sighs> All right. Well, the short version of this is there's an I was asked by Greg of We Podcast and We Know Things to go to a Northern Heights concert with him last night um, at the Foundry in Philadelphia. And we got to do an interview with JT Woodruff, who is the lead singer of the group. Um and it was like one of the coolest experiences of nice. my life. It was just super cool. Like I got to go backstage there and um, everybody was very nice. And yeah, but that interview is up on iTunes right now. If you uh, are so inclined. Stop. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's up on iTunes. So you can just Google. It's up on iTunes now. Um, their new album comes out on Friday. Um, it's called Bad Frequencies. If you are like, I think I know that band. Ohio is for lovers and Nikki FM are the two songs that you probably know by them. I mean, saying like, sorry. I feel like um, every band from that era put their state on like a shirt and said, it's for lovers. You know what I mean? Everybody's done yeah, it. Yeah. They, they had a shirt for sale last night that I almost bought that said, I used to listen to Hawthorne Heights in high school. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I want that so know, bad. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> But no, nah, they were a very, uh, very nice group of young chaps who have aged like a fine wine. So and you're saying you're saying that you can find it on iTunes. You can find the interview on We Podcast and We Know or what? Yeah, on We Podcast and We Know Things. Um, it's their latest bonus episode. Um, it should say like bonus episode JT Woodruff uh, interview, um, something along those lines. But it's short. It's only like 25 minutes. And then he and I like freak out like post the concert because it was just like the most nostalgic like thing yeah. it was just so weird like i was telling josh before we came on um it was the kind of show that i used to go to when i was like 13 where like you know kids were hitting each other in mosh pits and stuff like that and uh i haven't like been around that in so long and i actually saw a girl that i went to high school with like and used to see at shows like this so it was like going back in time it was super weird <laughs> crazy um yeah. Along those similar lines, this wasn't something I was going to talk about, but just talking about nostalgia and different things like that in music. Um, one of the th biggest bummers um, that I had when I started going to shows again uh, recently was like I, I went to the Coheed and Cambria show, which was awesome. Yeah, you did. Um, I freaking <laughs> love that band so much. And then I and then I was so I was really disappointed because my uh, my other favorite bands, my other two favorite bands are Seosin and the Get Up Kids. And Seosin had stopped, like they stopped being a thing. Like the main singer, you know, was gone and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he got booted from the band and things like that. Um, 
but they reformed and then they started going on tour and I went and saw them here. Um, and so then I was like, okay, man, I really wish that I could have seen the get up kids. Guess what? Get up kids are coming back. They've got a new album coming out and they're going on tour. Dude. It's so weird. Like, they're so they're canceling or not canceling, but like they're not doing warp tour yeah, anymore, which is and a lot, suck. which is a shame. Um, but it's just funny because all of these bands, like from early 2000s and like yeah. mid 2000s, like they're all coming back and or at the very least, they're touring an old album. Well, that be, they yeah, used I think it's, I think it's but due I'm to the of, fact that their audience is now old enough to buy tickets to have money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, to have right. money, and so they're like, yeah, "Oh man, that like band that. we used to listen to is gonna come around." Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, like we went and did a, I think it was like two years ago, "Boys Like Girls," listen to that whole album because Jess is like, it's like one of her favorite albums. But I was like, all right, um, but it's just so funny that they're like, "Yeah, Warp Tour is done," and I'm like, "There's no way this can be it for all it's of these." It's such a huge because, deal. and like I went to it one time, but, and like that's the first place I saw Protest the Hero live. That's the first place. Oh I my saw god. It. Brian, I forgot yeah. that you were into them, and how did we never know this about each other? I don't know because, because you said I saw you Protest <laughs> the Hero at Vorp Tour as well, but I was already a fan. So and I, mean, so did I, I. So love that band. I I fell in love with them first, but then when we went there, I was like, okay, there are two bands that I need to see. Um, I need to see Protest the Hero. I need to see August Burns Red. I also got to see um, Paramore, which was incredible, and I saw Amberlin who was also uh, incredible. So oh my God, Anne Berlin. I forgot about them. You're naming like it, I used to have before an iPod, a creative Zen touch, and you're just naming every band that used to be on that. <laughs> yeah. And I, wow. <laughs> I had a, I had a Zune. At that, I, I think I had a Zune at one point. Dude, the Zunes yeah. were for a while, like amazing. They were, I, I still have a 30 gig Zune. Yeah, you do. Dude, like, <laughs> before the ipod touch came out zune was the bomb like i had the normal yeah. ipod and i was like yeah i'm so cool and then i got the zune and everybody's like what is that i'm like i don't care i've got wallpapers and like it's got hexagon yeah, it's it. got actual it's like, it does have hexic on it which was like one of the coolest games ever and then also like it had like clickable and kind they of ver- the, the click and is so good so nice on yeah. those buttons for real yeah. My buddy Aaron has had a Zune since they freaking came out because that's the way that he went with it. Uh, and so when I saw that that reference in Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, "Oh, I know what that is." Specifically because my one friend has one, and it was so ubiquitous in our relationship. <laughs> like we would be driving places, he would just plug it into my car, something like that. I I never owned a classic iPod. Oh, I sucked. always hated them. Oh yeah, they sucked. I always hated the wheel. I had a color yeah. iPod um, when those came out and I liked it. I only yeah. had it for a couple months before Microsoft announced the Zune. And I was like, that's what I want. Uh, and the first one I had was a and shuffle. I, and then I, for, <laughs> that was the one I had. And then for, uh, oh God. It was the, the worst. One, you want to know yeah. why? You want to know why? It was because I got an amazing deal uh, on it because I worked at CompuSA at the time. I got mine Weren't for like, like $50. $50? They were cheap. So that's why I got it. Or no, it oh, might wow. have been a gift. They were, actually, they were great if you didn't care what you were listening you know, to. You know what it was? I think it was a gift. I think it was one of those yeah. things where like I did really well on sales one month and they just, that was one of the rewards. They just gave you. Yeah, because they were trying to get rid of them because they're terrible. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> it's like that whole Pat Oswald bit about like, 
this this brick has every song you've ever heard or ever will hear and they're like wow that must cost a million dollars he's like they fucking give these away (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i miss like the days of like when I had a chocolate too, like the phone that Verizon put out that had a yeah. wheel on it. And like, that was such a big deal. Cause it was like a small form factor that you could put music on. And everyone's like, Holy shit. You have a chocolate too. Like that's not, that like the, that's not a conversation people have anymore. And no. stuff like that. No, yeah. like there's no, there's no portable device like that. That has come out in the last. Like, I mean, other than just the like, iPhone, but now it's like everyone has one, or they just have. That's what I mean. Like, or they have one of the big like Android ones. Like, I have a Samsung Galaxy. Like, that's one of the big Android ones. So, like, yeah. but it's not a spectacle to own a device anymore. Like, everybody. Just no, has yeah, it. It, it, exactly. Because back then, like, I didn't have an MP3 player until high school, maybe, and and it had thir- it, it could hold thirty songs. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and now I can literally beam songs from space (laughs) (laughs) in my pocket. It's true. You know what I mean? It's true. As much as like, as much as I, as I, as I hate uh, the whole situation surrounding like Louis C.K. and stuff, he has a really good bit about that, about like talking about how we have like the freaking stuff that if you told somebody 20 or 30 years ago that you would have like they'd be like what you're lying to me like no we have literally all of human knowledge i can play my board games now. with people from across <laughs> the country but when it doesn't download something immediately we like yeah. fly off the handle why? and go into a rage and it's just like could you just give it a second why is just this give taking it a five seconds to load up just this give it a second to get all of the knowledge from, <laughs> from all time like yeah, so I don't know Boy. what it's gonna take to like to get those moments back. Like what? You'll never get them. We're back. we're never. They're they're gone. Yeah. They're gone. They're gone. We live in a different world now. It's a freaking Black Mirror episode now. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, it's great, but it's, it's sad. Fun. Yeah, but kids will be like, "Remember when we used to play Fortnite?" You know, like that'll oh, be their God. that'll be their thing. That'll be their Halo too. I'm just glad the Angry Birds kids are gone. When They've grown up. Games? Yeah. Were things what? Because <laughs> oh, what were you gonna say, Chris? No, I just said I'm I'm glad the Angry Birds kids have finally grown up and like kids. I, I feel like Angry kids Birds, are. Man. I did too, but like there was a while where kids were like, "Why would I own a DS? Why would I own a Game Boy? I have an iPad. I can play Angry Birds. I'm like, there's other fucking games out there. Like, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, yeah those people you need could to buy play. You could play. I don't. I was gonna name some like really long Japanese title, but I couldn't think of one. You can play Project Octopath Traveler on the Nintendo. Oh my screen. goodness! Don't even. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be great. That box art. I was like, great. yes, it's getting closer. <laughs> also, did you hear about the new characters from that game? One of them, you can literally, you can literally call wild animals from the wilderness to attack villagers. That's cool. like that's literally yeah, one, one of the characters, like a zoologist or something like that. Yeah, that's dope. I think yeah. I think that that game has so much clever stuff going for it, and I just cannot wait. Yep, so good. I was having yep. a conversation the other day with a friend of mine um, where he was like, we were like, I feel like Square, like there's not a whole lot on the horizon for them. And we were talking about like, well, they did the Chrono Trigger thing on PC and that was kind of meh. And like, they don't own Hitman anymore. And then uh, we were sitting there for a few seconds and I was like, Octopath Traveler is coming out soon. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And then I showed him the trailer and he was like, oh my God, I have to play this. It's like a moving paper, uh, paper book. 
Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting, especially because I think that like this might be Square's return to form because like I didn't like Bravely Default. Love the name, but I never played it. I just didn't didn't like it. it. But the thing is, if you've played Bravely Default um, and then you play Octopath Traveler, it's basically like a better version of that gameplay mechanic, but with more interesting story conceits Um, because I don't know. That I don't, that does it for me. Like I need to be interested in what the character's doing. Whereas like in Bravely Default, there's basically like no story at all. At the beginning, it's like, hey, right. we're right. in this place. Uh, we're waiting for somebody who's supposed to show us around, and like the wrong person meets you, and then they just send you on this freaking wild goose chase that has nothing to do with the thing you're actually supposed to be doing. It's just like this is mm-hmm. weird. Why am I here with this? You're person? like, sure, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I didn't care at all about it. Whereas like I played Rose's story, and I'm like, yes, yes. I want to know more about this woman. She's awesome. Yeah. Okay. One thing I do want to talk about before we wrap up, just because it seems like we're uh, starting to run out of lists. I do have one items more thing here. that I want to mention while we're on Switch stuff, but if if there's something in particular that you want to talk about, I was going to say the Nintendo Switch hack. Oh yeah. Uh, let, me, let me. Yeah. Let me hit something real quick, and then let's do that, and then we can wrap up. If okay. That, makes, that works. Okay. Uh, I. I played um, Subsurface Circular this week. Um, and I don't know if you guys have played this. I've played it, yes. But it's the third Mike Bithell game after after oh, Thomas Was yeah, Alone you were and Volume. This. And I haven't played Volume, but I love Thomas Was Alone. And let me tell you, Subsurface Circular is freaking awesome. You it's said not it's not long. very long, right? Like it's probably not In as fact, long as Thomas I Was Alone. I beat it wrote my review and then Audrey got home and I started telling her about it. And then she's like, I need to play it. And then she beat it. And then we had dinner and then did a bunch of other stuff that day. Yeah. Oh, it's, wow. short. it's like, two, uh, it's like an hour to two one of hours. The, yeah. The crux of it is that you're like this robot on a subway yeah. train. You go from stop to stop, but as you, as you get to the stops, new passengers, other robots that are sentient get yep. on the train with you and you talk to them about like what's going on in the world and stuff. You're trying to, but then like your conversations robot. can get cut short. Yeah. yeah. Your conversations can get cut short and stuff because they're like, well, this is my stop. Like, yeah. bye, you know, and then you have to go all the way back around and hope they get back on the train at some point and stuff. Um, it's literally just kind of like dialogue yeah. trees, but, but it's good. It's, like it's yeah. really, it's a really simple game. It's freaking like five or $6. It's it's incredibly say, cheap, it but it's, cheap. the polish is like so high on it. It's so good. I love it. As far as bite-sized games are concerned, I think this might be the best one I've ever played. Does it have a platinum I don't know. or beta? Because it's it's on Switch. I assume that's where I played beta. it. I, and I, I did the review for it, so that was the thing. I, I don't I don't know if buying your game yeah. on Switch is like getting a platinum. Exactly. Because <laughs> that is that is Just a true statement. Yeah. You already won, won, guys. Yeah. You already won before you even fired it up. <laughs> and you don't have to do like some stupid thing where you grind like 50 carrots or whatever you do. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So my dog, it's pretty great. That's a little, I do hear thing. your dog. chewing on some chewy toys. Chewing so speaking of, of switch, Chris, educate us about what the right heck's off. going on in the world. So Josh will more than likely step in because he clearly understood this more than I did when I read the article when this news came out. I re I read this article like four so times and I, so I'm now an expert at hacking. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a hardware level hack that has, uh, 
and before we, before we get into this, shown off to the public. Josh has clearly I'm revealed the life hack about the real hack, which is don't just read the headline of an article. Actually, read the article, and that's that's a life hack. You get knowledge that way. It's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, when I what threw me off was the the title of the article says it's like it's a solderless thing and blah blah blah, um, and anybody can do it. And then we're talking about it in Twitter chat, and uh, you said you had to remove the CPU. And then you have to, from what I understand, based on what you do, you're it, this is um this is a hardware level hack. So it's not like you can't put this on a USB drive and like upload it. And I, oh man, I got every Super Nintendo game. Like that's not how it works. It's and that's not they're not even at that level yet. Uh, what it is basically is there the CPU that the Switch uses is based on the Integra X1 chipset, and apparently this hack is for the Integra X1 chipset. Like, it will work on any of those chips, Switch included, yeah. because that's what Switch is using. Um, but the basic idea is that you are you somehow have to, and they were saying you do it with, like, wire and stuff, you connect gateways in the CPU that are not supposed to be connected and it somehow triggers some backdoor where you can off, you can upload your own custom, like you can basically flash the firmware of whatever's there and put whatever you want on there. So they have put basically at this point, they're able to put Linux uh, on a switch, I guess is the, the basic thing. And those, for those of you that don't know, Linux is a free open source operating system like Windows or Mac OS 10, but it's free. So the uh, thing that the re and the reason it confused me was on Forbes website, um, they have an image for something called switch X pro, which from what I can see, it, it's an image and they talk about like you can 3d print your own, um, as long as you buy the chip. Um, but it looks like it just slides into where the right joy con sits. Really? The, you wouldn't be able to fit like a right joy con into it. Uh -huh. necessarily if this is there but all you do is like you slide it into like the bottom part of the switch on the right side and then that does what you just described um but it is yeah so it it gives you root level access to you know the hardware yeah. um and it'll it, bypass anything but again, that would happen on boot to prevent it yeah but again this is not like a soft jailbreak this, this seems like a pretty hard one like you have to buy a mod chip and stuff so, yeah, like yeah. Uh, it's not to say that in the future, you know, they won't ever be able to do it. Like we, Someone will figure the, it out. the hacking community on Wii was so easy. Um, I think it was like anything prior to <laughs> this. Is how you know I did it for way too long. Um, I did it. I did it too. I've I've hacked pretty much almost all the consoles I have at some point. Like you know, like two generations later, you're like. Yeah. I want to see what's going on, you know, and yeah, let's, let's see how we can do this in the PS3 um, modding community, you know. But if you ever find a Wii that has a serial number that is LU64 or less, you can do like a really simple hack if it has the latest firmware on it yeah. uh, because of like some whatever hardware revision those models had. Yeah. Um, but you can, you know, do USB boot and run emulators and all that kind of shit. But what I want to know is, do you guys think now that this has been you know announced to the public that this can happen um do you think this kind of lights a fire under nintendo to say man we should really put virtual console out before people start 
you know, developing emulators and doing all that kind of stuff? I mean, or do you think they just say, you know what, whatever, screw people it. are like, going to do cool. it anyway. Uh, yeah. But I think that it will, if they got virtual console out at some point. Yeah. At, someday, at maybe any point soon, like <laughs> it would de it would de incentivize people from hacking their console. I wouldn't hack my, you know, consoles if I was able to just get the games, uh, you know, like easily. Like if I could get, yeah. you know, Super Mario Bros. right now for three dollars on my I Switch, would. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Like, but if somebody comes out tomorrow and says you can run Dolphin on a Switch and play, I mean, that Mario would be Sunshine, that would be insane. Like, but but I'm I, fucking I, doing it. I get where you're at, Josh, but. I the only way that I'm going to buy another freaking version of any of these games and not emulate them is if they're attached to my account, like on freaking Xbox or PC or Steam or whatever. Like I'm done. I'm done. I'm done buying freaking Mega Man X and Super Metroid and Link to the Past and Super Mario World again, again on another console. Like I'm not freaking doing that again, Nintendo. I'm wise to your freaking schemes. I'm not doing this anymore. So if you tell me if I buy it now, I'll be able to play it on the freaking future yeah. platforms. Like, sure, I won't do that. Elseways, I'm all freaking about emulation because I've bought these games a freaking so many times. It's ridiculous. I'm not doing it anymore. Sure. I did this weekend start. I didn't complete it, but I did start to do a hack on my uh, PS TV because yeah. that can run all the different it's like a way smaller it, and apparently. more convenient but, uh version so i'm excited of to have that because Super NES classic except with a cable that you don't have to be two feet from from the tv to use because it's just like, a ps4 controller but also the snes classic is pretty much like, that's so easy to hack. i did too like oh snes is no problem no i more want to play like n64 yeah. and oh, well, shit on it yeah because yeah i the and minute i got the PC, snes but... classic i was like time to put games on it <laughs> turtles in time yeah, I, put, I put like a bunch of different stuff on that's there. exactly what i did yeah i put all that stuff on there and then i also put all the stuff yeah. that was on the nes classic on it but i, so, I think that's yep. it's interesting i got my that it's it has happened but it's like it was gonna happen at some point you know it's yeah, not quite yeah. the easiest thing to yeah. do yet but it is what it is i always find it funny. i think i would still prefer i was just gonna say i i think i would still prefer to use Vita for that over the switch just because it's really small. The battery life is longer and there's less that I would want to play on it right now. It's really (laughs) tell us because she needs to calm down. She loves that ball, man. (laughs) It's fine. She's having a good time. No, it's fine. But like, Oh, Chuck just started meowing. nice (laughs) Nice. I think it would be nice for the Vita to like fully replace the PSP in that way, because I feel like it being so small, especially because I have the slim, um, like the LCD one, not yeah. the OLED one. Like I have the right. The, the 2000 model. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I would prefer that just because there are so many things like I have too many new things that I want to play on switch to be bothered with any emulation at all. Yeah. Um, whereas like, I think the Vita is still good. It would still like hold I out. Wish I still had time. my Vita. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but, uh, I now have three Vitas um, and two PlayStation TVs. Um, one of them I'm hold. One of them's an OLED that I'm holding out, and it's gonna oh, be yeah. like my hack one. Um, one is my OG one. That's a three. I mean, you know, you can hack those now. No, right? well, only on only a, on certain firmwares. 
So like this one's oh. on three six five. So you gotta wait for the firmware to get. Yeah, I gotta wait for what's his face, the flow to, or whatever whoever that guy is. Yeah, the is guy who said to, that as uh, soon as they stop it. supporting it, he's gonna just release everything to crack it wide open. The problem though, because he had um three, he has a hack for three six seven, but he's like, I'm not releasing it until um Sony comes out and says we're not supporting the Vita. And anymore. didn't they just say? And that, then what the fuck did they do? Two weeks yeah. ago, they updated to three six eight, and now I'm like, oh my god, I gotta wait longer. So. Yeah, it's like super annoying. It's obnoxious. I because uh, it's like why, why, why are you, why are you putting out a fix? You don't talk about this. People in Japan are still playing it. Yeah, but they don't talk. And they're about still it. buying yeah, games on like it. people are still buying games on it. Yeah, people are still thing. buying games on if PS2 in freaking Brazil. Like I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, but yeah, but if you call uh, Sony about a broken PS2, I guarantee they'll fix it. Really? They probably will. Yes, absolutely. Huh. Nintendo will fix all that stuff. Did you see that thing about the guy who called about the N- the original NES? Like he called the Nintendo helpline no. and like some person picked up like the line that's on the back of the freaking NES original with Mario console. holding yes. the screwdriver. Yeah. He called them and is like, hey, I got this problem with my NES. And they're like, oh, well, hold on. Let me uh, you seem like a nice young man. Let me see if I can get this fixed for you. <laughs> like in legit, like it's still. I mean, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's. I mean, at this point, most of the NES fixes, it's like um, blowing it again. Yeah, a new, a new pin connector, yeah. and then what the what the hell's the other thing? Um, I, I keep wanting to say tra- a transformer, but it's not I found that. a transformer. <laughs> yeah, you replace the. Uh, I had to something. I had to replace my pin connector. Uh, yeah, I did that on mine. It's not that it makes, hard. It's amazing how it's not hard, but getting the cartridge back in after you do that, it's like the jaws of life are clinging yeah. on to that cartridge. You're like, it's oh my god, it's like too tight now. It's terrifying. Nice. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to damage my Jaws cartridge. I know. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just emulate this now. <laughs> the thing uh, we have PS the PSP firmware uh, hacking scene is pretty much complete. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I'm getting all of it. I still have my PSP. Every now and then, I think I should buy like an original PSP and just like, you should do the PSP is thing. like such a great console to collect for. It's cheap. I have my Go, but That's it's like yeah. the, the you gotta get those um, universal media like discs annoying. that work with everything. Yeah, but the thing is, like the, the the PSP is cheap. It's easy to hack, so you can put whatever yeah. you want on it. And then also the games are really yeah. cheap. There's not like $300 PSP games. Like for the most part if you want to play a PSP game it's going to run you like 20 bucks yep. max. And that's for that so, real good stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. And that's for the that's for the, Well, yeah. I have a they're they're still going on eBay for like a PSPs? good $80. Yeah, eBay's not a good yeah. indicator though. Like you I bet you get could get one. List. I got a, I I got a I got a PSP for 80 from someone in my like in my neighborhood. And, but they gave me the charge cables and like four games nice. with it. Let's go on stabme.com and a and a, uh, and a, uh, uh, a memory card. So if they're just giving you a PSP, that's a ripoff. Thirty six bucks. Go. Craigslist, Philadelphia. There you go, buddy. Nailed there it. You go. Text I bet you. Gary. I bet you. I bet you it's it's just, I want your PSP. Hey Gary, you still got that PSP? Yeah, but it reeks of games. I hope you don't mind. My PSP actually Yo, does there have was one. The, the the previous owners had one of those like gross screen protector things on where it's like a sticker. 
Oh, yeah. And so they peeled it off at some point, uh, and now there's this ring like around the screen. And I need to get some. And when like, you stick it, when you stick it in your pocket and pull it out, there's like yeah. a bunch of lint and fuzz that's like just around that ring. Uh, uh, I don't really ever put it in my I pocket. In my I keep pocket, it around I here it for the most part because I want to play. I want to play Rock Band Unplugged sometimes, and I just need to just pick it up and go. You know, there was a uh, God throwback. There was That's a, a great game. I was going on Craigslist and I was buying up like old Nintendo consoles just so I had them in my collection. Yeah, and uh, there was one guy who was like Nintendo DS Lite free, and I was like, "Why are you giving it away for free?" And I messaged him. And he was like, "Yeah, it's full of bed bugs. <laughs> I don't want to keep it." I was like, "How do you even do that on a DS? Like it's so small." He was like, "Yeah, that's there's like red bug eggs in it." That's and I was like, really "That's disgusting. nasty. Just bur- just throw it away." Yeah, you gotta throw it. That's what I said. It was just burn. You can't thing. burn because then it'll freaking yep. wreck the ozone layer. I mean, yeah, but that's not my problem. So it's bed box. Oh, the ozone layer is my problem. I think it was no. going to explode because the battery no. is where I thought you were going to destroy with that. the environment. It's like that. It's like those old will it blend like YouTube videos where it's like, "Don't breathe this." <laughs> <laughs> Or like, here we are going to pour molten lava on our now 3DS. that I'd be game for. I'd be game to see that. Have you ever seen, there is a channel where they pour like, they melt metal and then pour it over stuff. Oh man, oh I've got to see this. This is my <laughs> version of the, ASMR. Uh, what's the, the one, the, they squish it. What the hell is that called? Yeah. The Russian guys. We are putting this in our Here press. we have yeah. a bowl of Play-Doh. Let's watch it squish it around. Then they go. <laughs> I don't know what this so show has become. We are going to put this. I think we should probably let people go. What do you guys think? I think so. Let them go. They could have gone at That's any true. time. You're not prisoners. Let you my could, you, people. You know go. what? If you were here, you asked for this. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 92 of the platformers. <laughs> I held off the whole time. Bunch of fucking nerds. If you've got. PSP is fifty bucks a game. If you get, yeah, there why not, dude? You want a refurbished one? It smells like cigarettes and it's got bed bugs in it. But if you never want to buy, like, the no PS- stores within a hundred miles have. You, yeah, but the the so the good thing about it though is if you just want to get a game, it's so easy to just emulate. Guys, them, so yeah, listeners, I feel like we should have come clean earlier, and we I apologize personally for this. We should have told you before you started listening to it. This podcast is full of bed bugs. And now they're all up in your phone oh, God. and your ears. I thought they smelled bad. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Christ. I it's had pretty to. good. It's pretty good. If you have opinions on anything we talked about in this or any previous episodes, find us on Twitter. You can find me at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. You can find me at Shrives93, S-H-R-I-V-E-S-9-3. You can find me at the Jawa Josh. And you know how to spell that on Twitter. I thought you said the Jawa Josh. <laughs> like the the J-J Josh, Josh is like how I heard that. Uh, you know, T H. We Jawa are Josh. corporately at Platformers Pod on oh, Twitter. Man. When we're streaming, it's going to be at Twitch.tv/slash The Platformers Podcast. Please review us on your podcast platform of choice and uh, let us know you reviewed it. And you can actually suggest a topic for the show if you want us to cover something in particular that you are super into. If you have a good time listening to the show, share it with your friends. We don't advertise, and so the only way we know that new people are listening is if you go out and share it with new people. Brian. What? Do I look like Majin yeah. Buu when you I do this? You have to say, I really, really hate you. Really, really hate you! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Who does it's really hard well. to do that. You do that really well. Neck is like oh, being swallowed. Thank you. Brian. <laughs> Which I lets you know that Chris is the real breathe. Majin Buu. I'm just a faker. Uh, Chris, you got a shower thought for us? Oh, I do. Where's my phone? We haven't done these in a while. That's because you haven't been on the show in a while. Did you find one on, um, on Reddit? No, I have uh, some. Well, one or two of these have come from Reddit, but for the most part, they just come to me in dreams. <laughs> yeah, when you're asleep um, in the shower. <laughs> you know that thing. Here's one. Here's one. All dads are motherfuckers. And, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Very true. Is it well, thanks a bunch uh, from everybody That's here true. at the platform. Is have a wonderful week. Because until next time, we are out. <laughs>